0: Blooming Beauties Podcast, episode number 12. Hi, and welcome to Blooming Beauties Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Kim, your host. Our studio phone number is 312-957-7087. For those of you who are new to my show, here's a little bit about me and why I'm podcasting. I'm coming to you from the Chicagoland area. I have a heart for people and I really want to make a difference for others. I sell skincare, health and wellness products and my clients often ask me great questions about how to care for their skin or how to be more healthy. I thought this would be a good forum to help people. Each week I'll offer a different topic. I do want to be clear and say that I'm not a doctor. I'm not here to give medical advice or diagnose medical conditions. I'm using this podcast not to sell you products, but to bring you information. I believe we are our own best advocates for our health. I think it's important for us to acquire knowledge that allows us to ask better questions and expect better answers from our healthcare providers. We should be more in charge of our own health, and I hope I can help you with that here. It's been a crazy two weeks since I last did my podcast. Um, I hope everyone had a nice Thanksgiving. I did. I had house guests for Thanksgiving. I had family visiting. They were here for about nine days. So I was busy with, uh, that. And I did a vendor show this past weekend. This week I'm preparing for two events that are, um, that I'm hosting for this weekend. And then my birthday's coming up for the weekend. So I have a lot of things going on. At this point, I hope, um, to do a show next weekend, um, But since this week and the weekend are pretty packed, uh, we'll see if I get to it. But right now, I'm podcasting today. Um, I'm in the Chicago area, and we have been hit with winter temperatures here. It's been really, really cold. My skin is showing signs of dryness, which happens at this time of year. Uh, I I especially feel it in my hands and feet. They they get drier and sometimes cracked. And then my skin sometimes gets itchy from the dryness. So I'm going to talk about skin hydration It's important to keep our skin hydrated, especially at this time of the year when the dry, cold temperatures and the artificial heat uh, kick in. That all contributes to the dryness. Uh, For those of us in the North, I have some tips for hydrating skin. A great time to take care of skin is right after showering or bathing. So while the skin is still damp, um, slathering on body lotion helps to add moisture to the skin, and then the ingredients in the lotions can help with hydration Plus, using lotion helps to seal in whatever moisture is in the skin. I've talked previously, um, actually in my first podcast, I've talked about avoiding products with mineral oil. Mineral oil is a common ingredient in baby lotions, cold creams, ointments, and cosmetics. It is an occlusive oil, which means that when used in skincare products, it creates a protective barrier or it sits on the surface. So it's almost like sealing the skin like wearing plastic wrap. In poorly refined, high concentrations, mineral oil may become comedogenic, meaning that it can clog pores. And it's also a petroleum ingredient. And while we might consider petroleum products natural, we've all seen the devastation of oil spills on our wildlife and earth. So the two points about mineral oil are, one, if your skincare product contains antioxidants or other good ingredients these good ingredients cannot penetrate the barrier of mineral oil. So the good ingredients are sitting on the top of your skin instead of getting absorbed into your skin, which is where you want them, especially since um, some of the skincare products were paying for these good ingredients. And then number two, because of its occlusive properties, it can clog pores. I also think of it like clogging or smothering the skin. It, It tends to be greasy, and I feel that my skin can't breathe the same way. So my advice is to read your ingredient labels and stay away from mineral oil, baby oil, and liquid paraffin. Um, I'm sure it can be listed under different names, so actually even better is if you can use products from a company that you trust and a company that you know does not use mineral oil. So let's talk about hands. I think it's uh, easy to notice the difference in products when comparing hand lotion that has mineral oil in it and hand lotion that doesn't. With mineral oil, I think the hand cream will feel greasier and almost slippery and yet the products don't really work. And what I found with those products is no matter how often I use them, my dry cracked knuckles never got better. So I only use Arbonne's hand creams. These creams are made to be absorbed into the skin and begin working. Um, I think it's Im- well I want to mention that two days a week I work in an environment where I am washing my hands constantly and institution paper towels are really awful on my knuckles I used to have trouble with dry cracked knuckles until I started using Arbonne's hand cream um, I carry the hand cream in my purse and I use it when I need it and my hands have been a lot better since I've started using Arbonne's hand cream even though I'm still using those scratchy paper towels um, I mentioned that I did a vendor fair this weekend I had, um, I had a booth and, um, a vendor fair was just, I mean, people came and I got orders and got some new contacts, but I wanted to mention that I had a woman who uh, came up to my booth and ordered more of the hand cream. She specifically wanted more of the hand cream and had told me that it's the only stuff that works for her. So it was really a great thing to hear how happy she was with the products. So now feet, does anyone have dry feet in the winter? I actually have dry feet all year round, and the best defense that I've found is using foot cream or a hydrating lotion, and then again, no mineral oil, um, but I'll use the uh, foot cream or hydrating lotion, and then I'll put on a pair of socks, and I do this right before I hop into bed. Consistently doing this most nights of the week has really helped my feet a lot. For those of you who do not like to sleep while wearing socks, I recommend using the cream and then letting it dry so that it gets absorbed into the skin. And then the last thing that I want to talk about are facial masks. Um, every three to four weeks, new skin cells push their way up to the surface of the skin. And then once there, they dry up and fall off, revealing fresher, plumper skin cells beneath. Exfoliating speeds up that sloughing process by scrubbing that top layer, leaving skin smoother, more radiant, and then skincare ingredients are better able to penetrate the skin's surface. If the body's exfoliation process is slower, which happens to us as we age, those dry, dead skin cells on the top of the skin can prevent skincare products from completely being absorbed into the skin. So I think exfoliation is important. Moisturizing after exfoliating will help the moisturizer penetrate the skin easier. There are two kinds of exfoliants physical and chemical. The physical exfoliants are creams that contain beads or granules, uh, they may also be called scrubs. I recommend being careful when using physical exfoliants because our skin is really sensitive and often if the beads are too large, they can scratch and damage the skin. Never use anything with crushed nuts or apricot pits. These are definitely too abrasive and I don't recommend loofahs either because I think they can also be too rough, especially if someone is really vigorous, if they're a vigorous scrubber. The key word is gentle. So when using scrubs, you want to be gentle on the skin. It's not necessary to rub really hard. And uh, the best product would be a product that has tiny, smooth, round beads. These are more delicate on the skin. And then the other kind of exfoliant are chemical exfoliants, which include enzymes, fruit acids, or retinoids. And these are such things like enzyme peels, alpha-hydroxy acids, beta-hydroxy acids, and glycolic acids. These are designed to burn dead skin cells, Um, I do want to make a comment that anyone with rosacea will want to avoid exfoliants on any areas of the body where they have rosacea. It can actually aggravate symptoms and then do more damage than good. Many of these exfoliants come in the form of masks. Facial masks are available in several ways. In a dermatologist's office, appeal will be medical grade, which is pretty strong, Facial masks are available at spas as part of a facial treatment, and then they are also available for home use as well. The strength will be stronger at a spa, but not all of us can tolerate those strengths or afford spa prices. Estheticians will always use an exfoliating mask first, so any following treatments can penetrate the skin easier. Um, I mentioned that uh, facial masks are available for home use as well. Uh, so that's what, mainly what I'm going to focus on. Most masks are applied to the skin and they're left on anywhere from 5 to 15 minutes and then they're rinsed off. Mud, um, mud and or clay masks, which are designed to draw out impurities, may be left on for a longer period of time. When using an enzyme or acid mask, It's very important to rinse thoroughly to make sure that you completely remove all traces of the mask from your face. Otherwise, it could continue to eat away at the skin. Um, For me, often I will apply my mask right before I get in the shower, and then I'll leave it on for the allotted time, and then just rinse while I'm in the shower. Some masks will be activated quicker by the steam in the bathroom, and then also, because I have rosacea, It's better for me, for my skin, if I can keep the mask pliable. And the steam from the shower helps to keep the mask more pliable. A mask that hardens on my face can be more irritating for my rosacea. So masks can accomplish many things, such as exfoliating, hydrating, drawing out impurities, absorbing excess oils, and improving skin tone and texture. And I'm sure in spa treatments that uh, there's probably more uses for facial masks than I'm even aware of. But this is uh, what I wanted to talk about for today. If you have any questions about our topic for today, or if you want additional information, please call me or email me. I hope you got something worthwhile from today's podcast, and I hope you'll join me for the next show. My plan is to give you simple tips that will allow you to live better, and I owe it to you, my listeners, to follow my own advice. So I'm challenging myself to do just that. I would not be able to do this without the technical genius of my husband or the creative genius of my daughter, and I continue to be very grateful for all of their help and their support. If you have any questions or want to hear a specific topic on my podcast, please call me or email me. I'd love to hear from you. You can contact me at 312-957-7087 or email at bbpodcast at live.com. I might even use your question on my next show. You can also find me at bbpodcast.com, which is my website. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all of you. Lord willing, I will be with you on my next show. Have a joyful, healthy week, and let's live beautifully. Simple information to help you live beautifully and bloom where you are.